Welcome to In the Stacks from the Half Hollow Hills Community Library. We're talking about the stories we love because we think you might like them too. From bestsellers to old favorites to undiscovered gems. We talk about it here so that you can find it in the stacks. Hi, I'm Charlene, and today I have a special guest, Sharon McDevitt. She is head of our programs and publicity at Half Hollow Hills Community Library, and she's here to share one of her many books that she's read. Hi, Charlene. Thanks so much for having me. Happy to be part of the podcast. I've been waiting for an invite, so I'm glad to uh, join you. Um, so the book that I'm going to discuss is called Inside the O'Briens by Lisa Genova, who you might know. She wrote the uh, very popular book that got turned into the movie Still Alice. Yes. Um, and Which I know, we discussed at both of our book uh, groups. Yes, we discussed it as it, you know, the author likes to write about um, diseases um, that are mostly inherited. Uh, the one Still Alice talks about uh, early onset Alzheimer's, which I know that we both have in our family. This book, Inside the O'Briens, talks about Huntington's disease, which is um, a disease uh, that is inherited and um, it takes place in Massachusetts. It's about a, a guy, Joe, who is 40-something years old, a cop, and he starts noticing that his, um, he loses his temper quickly. He has um, disorganized thinking. He has a lot of outbursts and involuntary movements. And he doesn't know what's happening to him. And it's affecting his job. It's affecting his family. Uh, and he decides that he's going to be see go to the doctor. He's going to give in to his wife and go to the doctor, and he gets diagnosed with Huntington's disease, which has no cure. It has no treatment, um, and it's a neurodegenerative disease. Is that something like Lou Gehrig's? Are yes. They, they have, yes. yes. I thought that there was an association between the two. Similar traits. Very similar traits, exactly. And he has four, ch four children, and it's a disease that you can be tested for, like a lot of uh, hereditary diseases, breast cancer, Alzheimer's. You can do a genetic testing to see if you um, have that gene. So his children um, decide, some of them uh, decide that they want to be tested to see if they ha if this is going if this is the path that they are going to follow as well. So you said that he's in his forties. He's in his forties. So his he's children young. must be also young. But they uh, are in their um, early twenties. Oh, they are te late teens, early twenties, um, and they are all successful. He's a very proud father. And three, I, I'm not going to give any spoilers of what the outcomes are, but three out of the four children get tested. And the fourth child decides that she doesn't want to know. She's a ballet dancer. She's successful. She's in the New York City Ballet. Um, and she decides that she doesn't want to know. A common thread that she did in her Still Alice, if you recall, the three children, one did not want exact to be tested. One did not. And in my family, um, we have, you know, I read this book. And after I read it, it resonated. And I like to read books that... Um, that I can connect with. And this was, exactly. And this was one of them because in my family, my aunt passed away of breast cancer at a very early age, in her early 40s. And my three cousins, all three girls, two out of the three have done the 
Brack testing. Brack testing. And the third, my third cousin, the third daughter, has decided that she doesn't want to do it. And two, the, my older two cousins, both were tested negative. And she says, well, they're negative. I'll be negative too. I don't want to know. So I find it interesting that this book kind of followed the same type of um, situation. And um, it really, like you said, thought-provoking and makes you think about, do you want to know? Do you want to know that's your fate? Or, or would do you, you want to know the day you die? Exactly. Or do you want to just live life as it is and not um, worry about what the future is going to hold? Does the book explore her worry, though? Does she put it aside, really, and not think of it? Or is it always in the back of her mind that... I will say that it does, um, you do experience her worry because she is a, as I said, she's a ballet dancer. So her muscles are, she does movements and her muscles are toned and they are, you know, to do a certain move, they know what to do. And she starts experiencing little faults that she never had before. And that's the first thing she thinks of is, do I have this disease or do I not have Mm. this disease? Sometimes it's easier to face the known than the unknown. Exactly, exactly. So it was fantastic. It makes you laugh, the book. It makes you cry. It's a very all-around really great book. I'm sure the audience that has read Still Alice would be very interested in this book. Thank you so much, Sharon. You're welcome. My pleasure. Thank you for listening. So you can find us in the stacks or in the stackspodcast.wordpress.com. Don't miss a single episode. Find us on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. And please tell your friends.